Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, 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 this is Therese Skelly, and this is another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. I am the luckiest woman on the planet because I have the coolest people to hang out with. Oh my gosh. And so I curate amazing folks that have just hearts to serve, crazy wisdom, soulful as hell, and they all have great stories, and they're really, really real. My goal with this podcast is to give you inspiration. You know, it's called the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast because that's what I want for you. I want you to just own that fierce brilliance, like live your life from that place, like make money from being the brilliant badass that you are. Like that's my goal. And so I'm super excited to bring B Baylor on. Oh my gosh. So B and I are in a, it's called the Evolutionary Business Council. And the first time I met her, we were at a, re- a retreat together a few months ago. I was like, Holy shit, woman, like the energy that B, <laughs> she's stunningly beautiful. I just think she's gorgeous. <laughs> but the energy that B has, the wisdom, the strength, it's like, woof. So B and I have been chatting regularly and she's been supporting me in my business. And so I was like, you have got to come and talk to my people. So Miss B, I'm so glad you're here. I am so excited that I'm here, Teresa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is a rainy day here in Austin, Texas. And you know what? I don't care if it rains or sunshine. Every day is a good day to me. And my name is B. Baylor. I am your high performance coach out of Austin, Texas. What I love about coaching women is that they get to have me. And that's so beautiful. But as we sit down to look at every woman, and talk to them. I love working with established women who want to take their business from six figures to seven figures. Mm. We want to know why you haven't reached the mm-hmm. seven figure mark. Mm-hmm. And there's always energy around money. Right, and so right, we right. write that and we get, we dive deep in, go to the core, to the soul, to the heart, to the mindset and bring you out of your stuck mode into heaven in an awesome place that every woman ought to be enjoying life. So that is who I am. I don't brag about who I am, but I tell you what, when I'm around people, I love energy and women yeah. who are excited about their business. So yeah. thank you. You're kind thank of a powerhouse. You. you are a powerhouse. So is there, is, we see you only share just a, like you, when you talk to this woman, you're like, wait, and you do that, and you do that, wait a minute, and you do that. Like, B's got this crazy resume of amazing stuff that she does. Like, she serves in many different ways. Is there a particular thing 
that you do that just lights you up or the thing you're working on? Like, what is it that lights you up today? Cause I know everything lights you up, but is there, you know, if you had to pick one. I, I definitely, let me tell you what really lights me up yes. is to really sit down with women like you, mm -hmm. Therese, to analyze your business mm -hmm. and find money in your business and just like turn that light bulb on yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, there was money sitting in your business. Right. You didn't even know it. And I love just really diving and getting right. right in there and saying, you need to do this and giving right. you that tip and just working through that process. Yeah. Oh, that excites me. <laughs> And then, and then they go back to execute it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I just gave you a $10,000 tip. <laughs> love it. You know what I love about B? She, does, she owns her value. Like this woman's like that with 10,000 bucks. Like a lot of women don't. So let me ask you, because I feel like, you know, in order to be fiercely brilliant, you can't do it if you're not owning your value. So B, have you always been this solid? Like was there ever time you didn't own your value? Was there, you know, we're about the same age women of our age, we were not trained to own value. You're a woman of color. Like, were there things in your life that held you back from owning your value that you kind of had to fight to get through? Oh my gosh. Thank you for, for really, let, I want to get into that. Because, go. Yeah, yeah. No, I was not always this person. Yeah, yeah. I came from having um, to work for everything. There was mm. a little seven-year-old girl who thought she literally burned her parents house down and she lived with that for a decade for mm. almost 50 years and it wasn't until my dad passed away that he said you didn't do that can you imagine mm. living and taking that blame and I always had to feel like I have to put other people ahead of me yeah. edify them make sure they get right. everything I had six sisters one brother I just made sure they got all their needs met and put my needs last yeah. until I broke that and, and just started to live out loud. I went through so many adversities. You would yeah. not want to even get into it. So I'm in my normal uncertainty. The times that we're going through right now, this is my normal. I can overcome mm -hmm. anything. I've written a book that, take charge, overcome. So now I know who I am Yeah. by understanding all the adversities and that yeah. I don't have to lay down mm -hmm. uh, a bridge over any water mm -hmm. for any woman. I could stand tall mm -hmm. with them, fight I them, them carry, uh, carry on where my legacy with my children right. And, right. and family. So I, had many challenges, uncertainties, adversities, and I've overcome them all. Well, how do you, because you know what you said and what they don't know about you is that you, you were a nurse and very many of us who have trauma or difficult childhoods always become professional caregivers. <laughs> like I was a therapist, <laughs> you were a nurse, you know, we, we, we were smart enough to get paid for, but it's pretty, when you are wired, that you have to take care of people first. Like there's a point where like you just kind of, I'm so glad you're here, but I want to deconstruct that a little bit because there are people that might be like going, but how, how do you do it? How did you, how did you one day wake up and go, Oh, hell no, I am done. Like, like, was that an <laughs> instant decision? Was it a series? Like, how did you, cause I really want to demonstrate because you embody it be so much, you embody absolutely owning your brilliance. Like you, 
can own yourself big time. Like you radiate. <laughs> yes, it's a radiate. You do. No. How did you get there? So tell me the I just, I, a little, And it was baby steps. And okay. it was really, I tell you what, coming out of the nursing part, boy, I had to inch out of that. Yeah. And I just, I realized that in 2014 that, um, when my dad passed away, he was at my nursing facility. I didn't realize when they moved him, I would develop post-traumatic stress. No one ever knew what that felt like, taking him away. And then he was fine, and then he died. So it was there all over again, that guilt. So I, at that point, had to step out. Yeah. I had to, as Candy would say, I had to jump over that cliff yeah. and hit and get those bloody knees and stand back up and say, I'm going to do the damn thing. Ooh, I'm going to. I got goosebumps. I'm gonna goosebumps. I am just, I'm out on faith. And that, because I would have kept taking care, taking care. Yeah. Okay, so let me Step ask you. Back, did you, because I sort of believe that when we jump off cliffs, <laughs> something either it propels is. us or did you make a decision? Like, what, do you remember, was there a day that you said, I'm done? Like, was there a decision or did somebody just push yourself off? Like, how, how, did, how did that go? Because this is a start. Like, if, I'm, I'm trying to track for the people. If you want to do it, step one, step two, step three. Step one is hand my resignation in. Boom. That was a decision. Oh, uh, I love it. They just burn the shit, baby. Yeah. That was a uh, huge step. Out of, oh, what am I going to do? I had a plan. I had my resignation in and walked away. Uh, and from there, it wasn't beautiful. I, I created little small side hustles yeah. and just built a menagerie for myself. Right. I had to be humble, mm -hmm. grateful with the understanding that things are not going to look good because you stepped out. Wow. Okay. Hold on. We got to freeze. Whenever, whenever people talk about, I got just chills. I have to pause. I, I got to frame that like, Hey, 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 hold on. Because I hey, feel hey. like, you know, when I, when I first jumped into business coaching, what I said is I, I couldn't tolerate sucking for very long because I sucked. I sucked at selling. <laughs> I, I just sucked. And it motivated me not suck. But what, what's really imperative, because a lot of us are so afraid to suck. We're so afraid to like, God, this is really messy. But what I'm hearing is grace. You have to give yourself permission and some grace. And it's like, it might take six months and I'll be scraping by, or it might take a year and I'll just do whatever the hell I got to do, but I'm doing it because it's not that. And it's the pivot. Not, it's not going to be that. It's moving forward. And in the interim, oh my goodness, I'm going to tell you about being humble, Therese, that I opened a little small cleaning company mm. that I would go in and clean people's homes and bring other women who needed money and okay. share with them. And we had a beautiful time. Mm. But humility, and vulnerability. Oh, wow. Can you imagine me? I'm a professional. I'm a nurse. I mean, they're cleaning someone's home and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had no idea. Wow. Like, oh, wow. Do you know what grace can do? Grace can elevate you yeah. to where you want to be. So I turn all of that into something beautiful, something wonderful that got me to where I am to be mm -hmm. a high performance coach and work with mm -hmm. some elite women mm -hmm. from all walks of life. I even had a business partner who was a top notch attorney yeah. and wanted yeah. to partner with me. Right. So I thought, Oh yeah. my gosh, I had to have that 
inkling of I'm better than this. I'm valuable and I have what it takes and all the wisdom and the knowledge that was important to me. I can now share that and pour it out. I love that. I love that. So, so you made the decision, you took the action, you were willing to do whatever it took. Was there ever a time B that you, you had doubt? Was there ever, you know, while you're scrubbing toilets, was there ever a part of you that was like, will it ever work? Or did you just always like eye on the prize? Like, how did that work for you? Oh yeah. You go home and you have your little pity parties. And, <laughs> um, but because of the foundation that mm -hmm. I was raised on that you get back up, we work hard. Yeah. We, with seven siblings and, you know, we learn that we never fall down. We stand together. Oh. We stand tall. Yeah. And that was instilled into me. Like, you done? Are you done having a pity party? <laughs> is, is there food to cook and dishes to wash and a roof <laughs> over your head? I don't know what's the problem here. Um, I Could you parent my kids for like a decade to give them? <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. no, I think we all need to hear that. Like some of us, you know, that this is the work I do, B, is I work, I call it collapsing. It's easy to go, oh, I can't do it. And I do it myself. So there's no blame or shame. The reason I know these things is because I'm freaking the poster child, right? Like, <laughs> I want to launch, I'm afraid. I want to launch, I was not going to sell. I want to launch, I'm a kid sick. You know, it's easy to collapse, but I'm hearing in you. And you might be a freak of nature. I, you might be an outlier, right? <laughs> but you have in you like, uh-uh. I love that. How do we bottle that? How do we make more women go, there is work to be done? Like, you're not saying I didn't feel, you felt, you experienced the sadness or the fear, but you're like, get the fuck up. Maybe you didn't say it that way. I like to swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were like, yeah, that's let, it. Let me there touch. No Ooh. Mm. Let me say this. <laughs> we're going. So, so when you're, when you are 44 years old and you get diagnosed with a stage three breast cancer with the eight month old baby in your arms, who was my grand, it's my grandson that I yeah. had to go and get him out of the nursery to raise him and eight months into his life, develop stage three breast cancer mm -hmm. and single. Wow. And here's, here's your marching papers. We're going to have to let you go. And that was my job, my nursing job that yeah. is, oh, you're going to have to let me go. I don't have insurance. I don't have this. I don't have anything. So when I hear women like wanting <laughs> all of that, and I just look at them, bless you. You couldn't have walked in my shoe and, and took on what I took on. And guess what? I, because I know how to survive, I am a 20 year survivor. So there are, there are things that make me sad, but nothing could break me. So when I'm here, you're not using the word yet, but it's resilience, like the resilience you have from surviving all that. So how do you pass that on? How do you, how do you, how do you share that with your tribe and, you know, with your family, with your boys, or your daughter? Like, how do you, how do you share that? Because it feels um, like you live that. I do get called General Baylor at times. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. coming from my kids. Okay. <laughs> and so I raised them, uh, uh, literally single parents, uh, being a single parent, raised my kids. And they're, um, my son is a top-notch executive uh, leader. He mm -hmm. runs a huge operation. My daughter has her three kids. She's a mother. She knows how to be a single mother. She even knows how to be a mother that, you know, the kid's father is involved. Mm -hmm. 
and my other daughter is, she is my twin. If you break her, you better get out of her way. If you try to push her down, you mm -hmm. better move. And because those are things that were instilled in my children. Right. And so when I go to work with women and they have all the tools and resources, things yeah. that I didn't have, yeah. I say, let's put all of our tour, all the toys on the table mm -hmm. and let's play. And we're going to take them away from you and see how you like that. And then you can make beautiful music just like I did. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, so why do you think people, women in particular, we're talking about, why do you think they don't step up? Why do you think they, they're not living their best life or they're not sh being brilliant in the world? Oh, that's, you know, and I want to go really deep into that yeah. because those are things that I, in my sitting back last year, I went through every step that I created a course to where the first step is to really get clarity. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Mm -hmm. What's in you? How do you know what's in you if you've yeah. never had anyone to pull it out, to show mm -hmm. you your brilliance? Mm -hmm. No one to tell you how wonderful Right, right. Been in a situation where most women are caretakers Fish. and have to do for their family. Mm -hmm. No one stops to say, Hey, mom, thank you for being that person. <laughs> it's an obligation <laughs> that most women yeah. have to be there to take care of their families and put their needs mm -hmm. last. And so I always say, Put my mask on first because oh. if I'm brilliant, then Everything around me is going to be brilliant. Yeah. And I think that, I, I think I'm answering that, but I think we have to take that step and we have to push out of that cocoon. Right. So what I'm hearing is what you're saying is the conditioning we have been raised with, because we're conditioned to be selfless. And that's what, that's what my book is about. If you guys, you have to read my love-based mission book. This is what it is. Love-based mission. We yes. are wired to serve, but we're wired to play small, just serve our little people, as opposed to, we actually are wired to serve this way, like serve the greater, serve our tribe. And in order to do that, we gotta be different. And so what you say is put your mask on first. What I say also is, what is your mission? Like if you are so tuned in to the person you're supposed to help, like I, I interview people, I interviewed a couple of people recently, they start, they start crying, be there like crying, talking about their mission. Like they're so tapped in and I get the same way. That also, that's putting your mask on of purpose, right? That's your soul or your, as I say, your ministry, right? So you either start like, okay, I got to fill myself or you say, I got to serve, get your ass out of the chair. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we have been in predicaments to where if we served this big, we were out of line and we always need yeah. to stay in line. We can't yeah. go be ministers in a pulpit. Mm -hmm. We can't do, and we've been told that you can't do that. You can't right. do that. Right. And, and that's what keep us stuck mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. You can go from 4,000 a month to 2,000 a month. Now, why, what, why is that? Why, if you're that brilliant to make five grand a month, why can't you go further? but you get scared, afraid that you're going to leave someone behind, that uh, someone's going to be upset with you, or you, 
you know, you feel like this is not where you should be. This is, uh, this is pretty scary. I don't want to go here. I love being comfortable here, but we are wired. Like you said, Teresa, to be, wow, this yeah. big. Yeah. So but how we, do you talk about bound? Cause what you're saying is, uh, you know, like we're, uh, here's what, let me back up. I did a speaking gig today, virtual, of course, because that's all we're doing. And I said, raise your hand if you've ever been told you're too intense. Raise your hand if you've ever been told you're too much. Raise your hand if you've ever been asked to like, shh. And every single woman on every call always does that. We have been given messages, you know, and especially women over 60, we got them worse, right? And, and so maybe when you're 30, you get a little sassy millennial energy, right? But when you're over, you're like, you know. Over 60, yes. Over 60 yeah. or, or even probably 40 and 50, it, we were really acculturated to do this. And what I'm hearing you say, you're not using this word, but I want to talk about boundaries because you have to have boundaries. You have to have boundaries between you and your thoughts and boundaries between somebody that's going to tell you no, boundaries between your fears of like, what if, what if I step away? So how do you work with boundaries? I love, and I, I use them all the time. I had a, a conversation with boundaries because I believe in this age where we are right now, that if we didn't put up boundaries, mm -hmm. that we would go and sit down and be quiet. Yeah. I'm like, not with all of this knowledge. <laughs> exactly. So as and, and even as a single girl, if I were to date someone, yeah. that would be wow. I would have to go back to caring for that person. And those boundaries would be like lost. So for me. I always say that's not for anyone to put boundaries up for me. Allow me to say this is not going to happen simply because, and I'll, and I'll share why you can't, why people can't say, hey, mom, my grandson, my son says, what do you, you should, you should be sitting down. And I said, where'd you learn that at? Who, who told you that? I should be doing exactly what I'm doing. Uh, right. And so you have to be loving and kind, but at the same time, be all you can be. This is your time to live your lifestyle, to live the life you dream, to live the life that you've never lived because yeah. you have that. The weight is gone off of your shoulder. It's, mm -hmm. you know, the kids are grown. Um, mm -hmm. There, there could still be a husband and that's fine that women do have husbands and their husbands are great and wonderful. Being a single person, it's pretty hard because having to get back into another relationship means that I have to give 100% of myself. Right. Huh. <laughs> like, nobody's making me cook for them. Do your own thing, right? <laughs> or, you, or you pick somebody like my boyfriend who's like, I don't need you. Like, I'm, like I, I went the other way. I picked the one that is so self-contained He'd be like, he's just like, no, I'll take my own trash out. I'm like, whatever. So there's oh, those people out there too. Right. You They're can, out there. You can and that's what you want to look at. And I hope that boundaries for, for everyone that's in your space, for family, yeah. because you, send a, you, you may want to step down. You have your mom and they're getting older and mm -hmm. uh, other siblings and they're requiring all your time. And it's really important that you set those boundaries so that you can achieve your goals. Mm -hmm. And, and everything you set forth for yourself. I didn't work all this hard to get to here to sit down to do for others. So I do have to put boundaries up. I love that. So the boundaries you're doing is choose yourself first. 
Oh my gosh. As you know, I, I have to do that because I already put myself last in a decade, multiple decades mm -hmm. and, and had to do things and, you know, put myself last until mm -hmm. I just had that conversation, even with my grandson mm -hmm. this morning. <laughs> I'm not going to put myself last. Mm -hmm. So you better get your act together. I love that. You, know. you are so inspiring. And you know what? So there's the concept of putting yourself first. And then there's for a lot of women, not you and I, but a lot of women might have the like, how do I do it? And you can do it by just little tiny actions. You don't have to like, oh, know, no. just like little, little tiny action. pivots, right? Little actions. Yes. And so there's the, there's the how, and then there's the what stops you. And very often what stops us is the little voices in our head and or the fears about how it will be received. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, there's a concept called external guardians. There are people that's like, you're getting so selfish. I liked you before because they could freaking control they could, you. Right? Right? They could control you. Right. And you were doing for them yes. and making everything great and wonderful for them. Yes. And it, it, so it is a, because you would have a future shock of people around you and your tribe if you, you just stop and mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm breathing for myself. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not doing uh, CPR on you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and it's like, well, wait a minute, where's yeah. me? You know, and I had to set the brakes and put some boundaries right. in place, right. even in my business that uh, I was attracting people who needed me. Mm. Yeah, great. And I had to like stop and, and put that to rest. Awesome. It's always just like reset, 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 right? I think that I think that's a good analogy is reset. You really do. Because mm -hmm. that little voice. Mm -hmm. And yes. so what I will tell you about the little voices for y'all listening, and I know you already know this, B, but your brain is not your friend. Your brain is programmed to keep you safe, small, and stuck. Your brain likes you to be familiar. Like, oh, that's how she always dances with her father. Oh, that's what she does to take care of her kids. Oh, we're safe. As opposed to, hell no, <laughs> your brain's like, oh my God, you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> yes. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? <laughs> and, so you, and so you have to, whatever the thoughts are. So I will say, don't listen to thoughts. Find the people you want to, you aspire to be. Like, how does B do it? How does Trees do it? How does Oprah do it? Literally, it's called modeling. What would B tell me to do right now? What would Oprah have me do? What would Trees say? Like, it, like, let those thoughts become yeah. your thoughts until they are your defaults, right? So right, yes. that's why I bring all these cool people on. So to show you, here's the how. And I always love the story. Like, yeah, no, I didn't come with a silver spoon. I wasn't this fully cooked when I, when I started. Like, so I love the, that you shared some of the journey and what you have overcome because you're such a badass. You know, people could look at you today and go, what? But I loved how you talked about how you got there. Yes. And I appreciate what I went through because the outcome. Yeah. So it's okay to fail and suck Absolutely. at something, right. but it's not okay to stay there and suffer and waddle in that pity. Right. I love There that. is resilience and greatness that's going to come out of you. And you are that badass person. Mm. You need to know that. But mm -hmm. the only way you're going to know that is you need to have that experience. I'm willing to experience anything because I, I can it. always come out of it in a way that is a pleasing. I to love myself. it. And I want it, I want you to hear in your head, General B saying, 
enough of your pity party. <laughs> like enough, get up, get up, get up. Like we have to have that voice in ourselves that inspires us to keep going. Because life right. is going to kick you in the head. People are going to die. People are going to get sick. You're going to get betrayed. You're going to lose money. That's just life, right? I'll say, do you have a pulse? Good luck. You're going to have it, right? Right. And if you can cultivate in you what B talked about, about, okay, feel it, and then get up. I love that. That's like the best wisdom bomb for today. Keep it's the wisdom bomb. That, that right there. Oh, yeah, feel it. Just, that's okay. Feel it. Are you done? Oh, you need, need more time? Okay. Now can we get up? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. had a coaching session like that the other day, pity party. Yeah. Uh, and, and she, I took a nap and I woke up and now what are you experiencing? I'm feeling good. Why? Because you wanted to hold on to something that was yeah. a story you made up and you want to yeah. stay in it and we're going to let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so helpful. Beautiful. So I'm thinking people are like, where do I find more about this crazy badass woman with the beautiful hair? How do I find her? What? So where do people go to find you? Well, first I want to salute um, to all the nurses. Yeah. Hats off to the nurses Absolutely. healthcare professionals in this time. Yeah. I don't want to feel like, oh, as a retired nurse, I can go back and work on the enemy line, the front line. Mm -hmm. But what I decided that is so good for me is I want to take the opportunity to offer anyone who are having things around the heart, stress and worry, uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And I, I'd like to offer an hour clarity session, one-on-one mm. -on -one with me to really sit down and let's get downright dirty. Let's get raw and yeah. find that brilliance that's in you so that when this is over and we shall mm -hmm. prevail. But mm -hmm. I want to I have women in, ready. There may be nurses thinking, I need yeah. to change professions. Yeah. I need to do something different. But you and don't have to be a nurse to get this, right? This is yes. You don't have to be a okay. nurse. Okay, perfect. You you could be any professional woman, okay. established perfect. woman, a woman who's looking to change careers, and really need to know what lies ahead. Clarity session. You can go to my website, bbaylor.com. Be like boy, e a baylor.com. Uh, fill out the profile. Get on my calendar. Mm -hmm. for your free complimentary. It's not free. It's complimentary. I'd like to say that. And I want to support the women that are out there because we're all in this together. Absolutely. We all are looking to rise to this occasion and stand tall. Right. I'm in my normal because I've overcome so many things. Yeah. Yeah. You're this not traumatized. Yeah. Nice. You know, Beautiful. know how to save, know how to work hard and make things happen. So I just want to share, Therese, with yeah. women out there that we're all in this together. And I just I want love to it. love on you. I tell me your story. That's yeah. it. I hope you all take, take her up on that. And her information will also be in the show notes. Do you have any last words of wisdom? Not that we've not dropped lots of bombs, but do you, is there anything on your heart, B, that you want to say in closing? I do. And it's right here, uh, Teresa, that adversity and uncertainty equals opportunity. Ooh. Yeah, nice, nice. And to go through something 
I don't know when you're watching this, but we are filming it. We're all on shelter in place. We're in the middle of pandemic and people are freaked out. And so I love B that you are offering the call to people and we're knowing we're going to get through this, but people are really rattled right now. Yes, and so my goal, if you listen to this or watch this is that you can develop the resiliency that B so beautifully demonstrate that you understand that it really is about putting yourself first. And so what I would love is if you enjoyed this episode, leave, leave a comment, leave a review. It makes, makes for other people wanting to listen to it. And if you have questions, reach out, you know, message me at TS at treeskelly.com. Please get a hold of B because she's very cool to follow. I'm blessed that I get to connect with her regularly. And so in the meantime, peace and blessings. Thank you so much. Bye Thank now. you, Teresa. And you are a badass yourself. Take care. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. So each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot and I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings and I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.